So the first four episodes in this season were actually pre-recorded without Red One. Uh, and I say at the start of this episode that there's going to be guest hosts in every episode. That isn't true. There's only guest hosts in the first two episodes. And the delay was because of the intro music that you're hearing in the background right now. But besides that, we hope you enjoyed this episode and the entire third season. Also, thanks for waiting for season three. It's finally here. He ended up like trying to like touch me. So I grabbed out my nail file and I stabbed him in the neck with a nail file. And then I ditched the car and jumped out. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Why is he getting naked? Like, what is his story? Who is this guy? So we started talking to him. He's like, oh yeah, I do like naked yoga classes and I teach them. Welcome back to season three. For the first episode, we have two guests actually. We have uh, Brad from Discover Connection. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Uh, we're pretty good. And then, yeah, I'm good. For season three, I'm gonna try have a guest host on every single episode as well. Today's guest host is Harry. T- Harry Backhouse. Hiya. <laughs> there we go. So for this season, uh, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to have a guest and then also just one of my friends as a guest host. And yeah. So Brad, uh, the way I found out about you is a YouTube video where you used to work with Yesterday and then you left. That's like the first thing I saw of yours. But then I went on like a little, like a rat hole down your like hitchhiking series. And I like binge watched that like throughout <laughs> and it's how many episodes was it like eight nine eight uh, yeah eight episodes and it took a month didn't it yeah it took me a month yeah 29 days so obviously that's wow. very well documented and everyone listening to this should go watch it but <laughs> how did you. that like idea like happen how did you like get because by the way anyone who hasn't seen it he went across the entire country the, the long way. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, it's the second biggest country in the world. Most the people don't quite realise how big Canada is. It's crazy, the feat that he's done. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't even realise how big it was until I did. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Um, I've just had this dream of okay. like, like, you know, like the classic, you want to go travelling and, and go on an adventure and stuff like go backpacking mm. or something it was kind of like that but i wanted to have like a just a genuine down and dirty like adventure you know what i mean adventure <laughs> yeah like i didn't want to just yeah. like go out to fucking thailand and sorry can we swear on this idea yeah i didn't want to go out to like thailand just go like backpacking and stuff like i wanted to have something like really raw and genuine like one of my dreams is i actually yeah. want to uh train hop across canada eventually um but hitchhiking oh. was like the first step yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's a pretty big first step as, as they go. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely was. Yeah. So, like, in all of the videos, you say consistently that everyone I meet is very nice and stuff, but there was that one driver that kind of took you the wrong way near Wawa. Mm, yeah. How did that happen? What, what happened there? <laughs> 
I mean, technically, he didn't lie to me. He when, when he pulled over, I was like, I knew where I was. I knew it was close to Wawa. And for people yeah. who don't know what Wawa is, Wawa is like hitchhiker hell, basically. It's like the one place that you don't want to get stuck if you're hitchhiking because people just always have trouble getting rides there. There was um, mm. actually a story of a guy um, when I went and got a, a motel there. The guy was like, oh, there's somebody who's living here who was hitchhiking here who just ended up staying and like married some girl. Whoa. Yeah. Um, it's not it's a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's not crazy bad. Like people get stuck for a couple days, sometimes upwards of a week. Um, mm. But I was like, okay, I, I knew this before I started the trip. So this guy pulled over and he's like, yeah, I'm going up like three hours down the road or something. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, is that like past Wawa? Cause like I really cannot get stuck there. Like I cannot <laughs> emphasize how much I cannot yeah. get stuck there. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going past Wawa. I was like, all right, yeah, screw it, let's go. <laughs> so I get in, and then we get to Wawa, and he's like, oh, yeah, so I'm going I'm going right here now. And I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I thought you said you were going past Wawa. He's like, well, I am, but I'm going, like, I'm going west, or going east. <laughs> it's like, I'm going west, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know I'm going west. Like yeah, but he was a super nice guy. We, he just kind of, like, we both got confused. Yeah, misunderstanding. Um, yeah, but honestly, I'm glad I ended up getting stuck there because it just made for more of a an more adventure. of an adventure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your biggest fear going into the hitchhike? Was it well? Huh. <laughs> um, it's probably just all the new stuff because in one of the episodes, <laughs> oh yeah, you're just sitting on a couch saying, "Recently, someone's been found dead," <laughs> and like, yeah, I think yeah. like it was more like other people's fears projecting onto me. Cause when I okay. had the idea, like when I, when I have these ideas, I'm, I'm not actually scared about it. I'm right. just like, Oh, this is going to be so sick. I'm like excited. <laughs> but then like my dad would be like, he, my dad literally offered to pay me to fly to Vancouver just so I wouldn't hitchhike. He's like, I will buy your flight and help you move to Vancouver. <laughs> wow. Yeah, if you but, don't hitchhike. And but, I was like, that started to make me scared. I was like, is it really that bad like what's yeah. going on here and, like my mom was crying like my friends would be like <laughs> why are you hitchhiking like that that's crazy like don't do that and then uh so i think that's like the main thing that scared me i didn't yeah. really know what it was it was just like that fear like why are they so afraid yeah yeah because mm-hmm. like, I, the... I didn't think anybody was going to murder me or anything but just... i think it's still luckily like they there didn't. in the back of luckily your mind uh... <laughs> yeah yeah uh... i mean i think it helped that you were filming the entire time I think, yeah, it did definitely help. Mm. Mm-hmm. People were more comfortable. Like, they knew that... I mean, I think it was easier for the other people ver- like, versus me. You oh, know the what I mean? people picking you up. Yeah, mm. it made them more comfortable. Because yeah. it's actually, yeah. I feel, more uncomfortable f- to pick up a hitchhiker. Than yeah, because hitchhiker. you don't really trust, like, the hitchhikers. I, I imagine a lot of strangers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like t- the in... times for people getting picked up are a lot longer than they they used to be. Like your average wait time, because people are just they're just more fearful nowadays. Yeah. yeah. So you say you weren't you didn't really have any like fears of your own before. Did did your attitude change throughout the hitchhike and at the end? Would you say? We. You... I think I got really fearful around the time that you you mentioned mm. there, where um, that news uh, yeah. article came out where the the girl got murdered, and it was also just like it was really lonely at some points. Mm. Like I got into, it was when I got into Quebec, when that article I found, um, and I was just like wandering around Quebec by myself. I was like, fuck, this sucks. Like <laughs> I want to be sharing this with somebody else. Like I don't want to just be yeah. alone. But then like 
you kind of just push past that and then you end up meeting like amazing people along oh, the yeah. way and it, it kind of just faded away after that like literally after quebec i didn't even i wasn't scared that's once. that's great yeah yeah you visited an abandoned silo where yep. you guys went all the way to the top and saw a city from like the the highest point that you could get to and then security showed up and <laughs> yeah, like there's a military it was there's crazy. a there's a shot where like the security guys just staring at you guys leave the building did he say anything was no. there anything was he just <laughs> just waiting yeah well i number one i didn't even know what he was saying because he was speaking in french because uh, okay. we were in montreal okay. so i was like guys guys what is he saying and they're all just like freaking out like okay we gotta go, we gotta go. they're like they're like go what uh, is he saying though <laughs> and then he just like, like what's my name yeah he basically just like had a megaphone <laughs> and he was like okay hey, everybody leave or something so then we left and then he just like sat there like this and then waited until we left was it kind of freaking you out like the people that took you there they went in and then they started showing you the things that they don't know about. They're like, this wasn't here last week. <laughs> yeah, I started, I, I got like, I don't even know what the feeling was at that point. It was just like, whoa, what is going on right now? Because at do, first, like, why you're do going they through, not know what's going on? Because <laughs> it, it was just all new. Like the, they went in the week before, like maybe a couple of weeks before. Yeah. And the stuff yeah. that they saw, it was like brand new. Like everything was just so pristine. Everything else in the building was like all falling apart and abandoned and then there was this new i don't even know what it was like electrical unit that was plugged in um and like drilled into the wall with this like metal like fencing and that wasn't there because they had gone up like three weeks before and they just installed it and the the notices on the front were like military um <laughs> personnel is like active in the area oh so th- i guess they were using it for something it's probably just like some secret experiment some, <laughs> it's probably more like tests and like test drills yeah, and stuff just, like we used to paint all at this insane uh, asylum um back in ontario so it was like a three uh story building two-story building and a one-story building and some guy had bought it out uh for a paintball field but before oh. it was used as like a, um, uh, a military base so they would practice like breaching drills uh-huh. so i feel like it was it's probably something more sounds like a great map that like, <laughs> yeah yeah oh it was wild it was a crazy experience that we'd go like every week in there yeah. yeah yeah was there anything that you were like genuinely scared of during the trip like some bits you were like i don't know if this can make the cut <laughs> um there was the one dude who that had one ride where i was like genuinely scared for a little <laughs> bit he picked me up i was in the middle of like nowhere and he pulls over and he's like you're in a really bad spot. Get in. And it's these two old dudes just like really tatted up. And I was like, ah, this is like super sketch. Like these are the things that like they <laughs> warn you about. You probably shouldn't get in. But I had been waiting there for like eight hours that day. Like I could not get a ride. I was like, fuck it. I need to get the <laughs> hell out of this place. <laughs> so I took the ride. And then we're talking about hitchhiking and he used to hitchhike his whole life. He's like, yeah, this one time I got picked up by a sexual predator. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is, where's this story going? And then he, like, somehow gets to this point where he's like, yeah, he ended up, like, trying to, like, touch me. So I grabbed out my nail file and I stabbed him in the neck with a nail file. And then I ditched the car and jumped out. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? I was like, do you got any nail files I need to be worried about? Like, what, what is this? But that was probably, like, the scariest ride where... I was like kind of worried mm. about what could happen. 
What, what was your response being... to that story? What, did you like try to continue the conversation? Yeah, I can't remember what the conversation was. I think I just asked him what happened after um, and kind of just figured out some more details. Apparently, the like OPP or whatever police force was in the area um, pulled over and he was like, hey, he waved them down and he told him exactly what happened. He was like, I just stabbed the dude in the neck because he tried to like kidnap me. And uh, they had they knew who the guy was. He was like a convicted uh, sexual predator in the area. So they just went and picked the guy Oof. up after and arrested him. Wasn't he like <laughs> hospitalized or something? Was he yeah, just? He, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't get that far in asking him questions. <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt the guy knew after he ran away. But <laughs> yeah, that that was a, probably the most wild story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you at the end, you 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 end up meeting these people, Mason and his sister. Yeah. And then they just they just buy you a coach ticket. How yeah. how did that? happen or is it just they were like genuinely worried for you yeah it, it had gotten really really cold i underestimated um the season that i was traveling in like when i started it was so hot like i went from like super super hot to like freezing cold and like blizzards um within like the month and i had only brought a pair of like really crappy running wow. shoes and um i don't even think i had like rain pants or anything like i just had like <laughs> jeans and then um uh like a small raincoat and a sweater and it was like a blizzard not, not like minus five it. and a, <laughs> yeah just not equipped for it and i was probably stuck out there for like three hours and they had drove me to the highway mm. and they're like if you're stuck out here like please call us and i had like been texting them being like yeah i'm like not getting a ride i think i'm gonna be stuck out here for a while and then he just called me up he's like dude get off the highway yeah. we're getting you a ticket like there's no way you're just standing out there yeah <laughs> yeah and then once you were finally there you made it after like a month of getting into people's cars and hoping you go the right way what what did you do like were you just happy with it or did you have anything that you needed to do straight away in vancouver <laughs> yeah uh, so my buddy, I had one friend that I knew in Vancouver when I moved here and I had reached out to him before I did the hitchhiking trip. I was like, Hey, I'm going to reach Vancouver, hopefully by October. Um, do you mind if I like crash on your couch for a bit? So I ended up crashing on his couch and basically just went straight into trying to find a job and, and find a place to live. So you just wanted to settle down and just get things going there. Yeah. I was pretty tired by the end of it. I was like, and then it's nice like staying at a friend's mm. house but like you want your own space especially after a month of being on the road and like crashing on people's couches <laughs> all the way across it was like i just want to have my own room and i don't want to talk to anybody for like a week <laughs> yeah yeah um besides just fair enough. doing that road trip you also make some really like insane like your latest video was you and a room full of naked people doing <laughs> yoga at the same time yeah how does that happen? Like, how did you meet the, like, instructor? Yeah, so, well, I guess, like, I'll explain, like, the reasoning behind that video to, like, to give it a bit of context. Like, one of the things that I want to do within the channel of Discover Connection is that I want to I want to connect with people that I don't usually connect with and understand people all around the world. And naked yoga is one of those things that made me really uncomfortable, just, like, <laughs> hearing about it. Um, yeah. 
And I was like, why does it make me uncomfortable? And why do these people come together exactly. to, to do naked yoga? Like, I want to understand that and, and tell stories about that. So <clears throat> how we found it was I've been doing this cold plunge um, every week. Uh, I haven't been doing it now because of social distancing, obviously. Yeah. But for the whole pretty much winter um, this year, I've been doing every week. We go out to like the mountains and jump in the cold water with a group of like wow. 20 strangers. And there's this dude, probably the third week we went... He, uh, he comes in and we're like, oh, who's this guy? And he's like barefoot walking down the mountain. We're like, this guy is a little odd. Like, it's pretty cold out. Why are you walking in your bare feet? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm just like, I just haven't felt really grounded lately. Yeah, so I just literally kind of ground myself. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, and then we get down to the bottom and we start the morning mm. by doing like uh, yeah. breath work and meditation. If you know any like Wim Hof uh, yeah. stuff. Um, so we do that and then all of a sudden he just like <laughs> rips off his clothes and gets naked and we were like, who is this dude? And we slowly get to know him like each week cause he just you keeps coming and he, he gets naked again. <laughs> so we started asking questions and he's, yeah, yeah. Honestly, you kind of just, yeah, got used to it at first. Like you'd kind of like make some jokes with like <laughs> your friends be like, this is really weird. This guy's naked. Um, but then you, then you join curious. him. Yeah. yeah you, you start to get curious. You're like, wait why is he getting naked? Like, what is his story? Who is this guy? So we started talking to him. He's like, oh yeah, I do like naked yoga classes and I teach them uh, for like, like he does like co-ed. Actually, I think that might've been mm. one of his first co-ed classes, but he usually does like uh, females, mm. all female classes or all like male classes. He also does this really, really interesting. I don't think I'm going to ever try this one, but he does like this thing called sexual kung fu. <laughs> huh? I, I don't really know what it is, but like just the w most interesting dude I've, I've ever met. And he kept inviting us to these yoga classes. Uh, and at first we were like, is he joking? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm good, man. I just, I don't think I really want to. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I really want to go get naked with like a bunch of dudes. <laughs> no, I really like my scene. And then we were like, wait, why, why, why not? Like, why does this make us so uncomfortable? And it was like the whole, we sort of think like the whole reason yeah. behind the channel, of course, is to explore human connection and this yeah. is like a perfect reason so then we uh we went and like met up with him and kind of just asked him more about what it was about um and then just decided yeah. to and go you, i imagine and, you felt a great a connection to the people after that shared experience <sighs> honestly it was amazing i loved it it was it was just like incredibly yeah. freeing experience yeah yeah they, there was some weird things like I think I would have much rather mm. just done a straight up yoga class, like naked, but he started doing like uh, some like a okay. bit more like spiritual type things where like you would do like eye gazing and like Kundalini yoga, yeah. which is like this other type of yoga that I don't really understand. But it, it, yeah. those things got like, a little bit weird <laughs> and uncomfortable. Like yeah, but good experience. Yeah, it was though, just definitely. a bit odd. <laughs> I mean, it would take. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Hard. Yeah. Speaking I say it takes quite a lot of confidence okay, to like go and do that sort of thing, uh, like especially like hitchhiking on your own and leaving yesterday. Was there like a specific event where you just had to say like, right, I'm just going to jump out my comfort zone, um, like set off the rest of them? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I even have the confidence in it. Like sometimes it's just like a a leap of faith, and you're just like, <laughs> screw it, let's just do it. I feel like at, at this point, yeah. I know. Like, I mean, you guys watch even like yesterday and stuff like that. Like we all know that like, you grow yeah. on the other side of discomfort. 
and there's always something mm. something meaningful behind it. So I think just focusing on yeah. that, you can push yourself a little bit more. Has than, it been gradual? You think you can. And even going into, mm. yeah, definitely, yeah, hundred percent. Like I probably wouldn't have done this stuff like a couple okay. years ago. It's yeah, just been like step by step. It's gotten more and more because each time you do it, every time you go to your your comfort zone you get that rewarding mm. feeling after and you're like, that was so worth it. This is yeah. amazing. So then you want to do it again and then you get more comfortable with it. You gain a little bit more confidence behind it. Yeah. So you just keep testing and, and yourself. And then you're doing naked yoga with people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like even that, that was mm. extremely <laughs> uncomfortable. Like I, I I was like the last uh, one to get naked. I could not take off my yeah. pants. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like my heart was like oh. beating through its chest. Oh, it was <laughs> so uncomfortable. Well, yeah, you did it. <laughs> Yeah. How's how's like the channel coming along now cuz obviously everyone is self-isolating in their own homes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you can do nowadays or are you just just sticking with things you've already like filmed and stuff? Right now mm. I'm sticking with things that I've already filmed. Um kind of experimenting a little bit with like TikTok <laughs> um and recycling and repurposing okay. content on there and then kind of mm-hmm. transferring that audience over to YouTube. Um, okay. It's actually done decently well. Like we posted two videos and they had like one that hit like 340K, but then it got taken down because oh. like a copyrighted song. And then another one hit um, 200K. Um, but the audience is like, it's a whole new audience on there, which yeah. is interesting. It's a different t- mm-hmm. like type of storytelling, like taking these videos and putting them into one minute. It's like a whole new it's challenge. Short, to just yeah. Condensing story. them down into yeah like most yeah most clickable parts that would take people to the video (laughs) yeah yeah and then um i've got a video that i did at the beginning of um the quarantine i went into social isolation like full social isolation like i didn't talk to my roommate no phone no internet no nothing like just me myself and i for a week um so i'm editing that right now and then after that we've got a couple ideas that um i'm gonna experiment with uh, but I just have to get through this this edit wow. before I can get to there. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of things you did a couple of years ago, you worked with the S three in two thousand eighteen. Or when was it? Yeah, two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. So you mentioned that you went there once with a return ticket, and then you went back the second time without a return <laughs> ticket. What would you have done in the situation where the return <laughs> ticket? like you would have like it didn't work out what you, what would you have done <laughs> i probably would have just like flown back yeah. or gone on like some sort of trip like, to, like, yeah I, I probably would have so just, like, to back from there to be honest just 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 do it earlier and do it yeah, with yeah. two countries because <laughs> I, I regardless mm. i was planning i had dropped it to school and i knew that i wanted to go mm. travel and do something so mm. originally i wasn't even going to go down to yes theory i just That's randomly good. had yeah. this idea and i was like oh shit this could like potentially work and maybe line something up um so i went for it but originally i'd I'd saved up probably like 10 grand and i was just (laughs) gonna go like fuck off and i was actually gonna go do that like backpacking in in thailand or like go somewhere um and then i had that idea and i went down yeah so i would have i would have done something and and different sort of adventure and just like gone and and filmed documentaries kind of like filmed content yeah did you pitch the road trip to, not the road trip, but the hitchhiking like mini series on your channel to anyone else, or did you just 
know you were going to self-publish it beforehand? Um, I So that was actually kind of a similar okay. idea of what I went down and pitched to Yes Siri. Um, oh, okay. So I had this idea where I wanted to get like three groups of creators to, to do that trip across Canada, but like kind of like that face each other that. and see oh. like, wh- like where each person would get. And like each creator would have wow. like, we'd all have no money. It would just be like straight surviving off the kindness of strangers. Um, oh, and I just okay. thought it would be really interesting, like cutting back and forth yeah. between like the three perspectives of the groups and like where they would be, yeah. and, like how each journey would yeah. differ from each other. Um, but, so that's what I went down and, and pitched yeah. them. You'd the also pitch need was, like three groups of people willing to do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no one else yeah. came for it. Which I'm, was hard. I'm assuming there was no one else. <laughs> well, I they were like the first people that I went and pitched. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean. I've always wanted to go down there and, and meet the guys anyways because they were, like, a, a big inspiration. Yeah. Um, and I was just, like, super <laughs> stoked when I had the idea. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go down and pitch to them, and if it works <laughs> for them, then I'll I'll see what happens after that, and I'll find somebody else to pitch it to, and then oh, put together awesome. that. You, you of, figured, if anyone uh, would say yes, it's teams. yes theory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how ironic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they totally, they said no. Instantly. <laughs> the, oh. the thing is, the pitch was awful it was such You're a cringy. terrible yeah. pitch i don't even uh looking back at it now i'm embarrassed that i even went down there <laughs> it was so bad um but it like i knew if i went mm. down there and did something that's like did, that yeah. it would maybe the open intention. up a door and and that's what happened yeah. yeah yeah so what did it open up the door to by the way uh so originally it just basically like uh, what happened is I knock on the door and he like opens up the door and he's Did like Did they know you were coming by the way? Or was this? You said the month. Kind of. Kind <laughs> of. Yes and no. So they basically I had commented on their Instagram. I'm coming to your house. Like, oh okay so that's how you told them. <laughs> no no I was just like oh. <laughs> I just saw a picture and they were like uh, something about traveling and I was like okay well I'm just going to leave mm. a comment maybe they'll reply. I was like when are you guys back in LA? And then they replied, and then they DM'd me, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And they're like, hey, like, we like your photography. At one point, I was doing, like, a little mm. bit of photography and stuff. Oh, wow. And they're like, we love your photography. <laughs> they know you. I was like, oh, shit. Sweet. Okay. And then uh, I was like, hey. Yeah, I was like, I might be coming down to LA. <laughs> I was like, just, just passing at that through. point. I was like, oh, I'm going to fly down regardless and make it work. Um, yeah, and then they're like, yeah, like, let us know when you come down. I was like, okay. It's in. This is happening. So I literally oh. just booked the flight right then and there, and then flew down. And didn't answer. Like I started. Were like you joking? Down there, and I didn't DM before I left. So I'm like sitting there now. Like I was like, oh shit. Are they even like, here? No, dude, like, they're not answering. Fuck! I just flew all the way down here. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, hmm. screw it. There's no way I flew all the way down yeah. here not to just like go and actually pitch this. So then I, I went to their house, knocked on the door, and Thomas Do answered. She's like, hey, man, what's up? I was like, okay, I don't think you know me then. So this is going to sound really odd, uh, but I flew all the way down here from Canada to literally come and pitch you guys a project. And he just got, like, kind of sighs. He's like, all right, man, trip them. come on in. <laughs> so then, then I went in and uh, sat down on like, the couch and quickly pitched them the project. And they were like, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of cool, but there's, like, no way that we can do that. It was, like, a month-long project. It would have take. I mean, it took me a month. I don't even know how long it would take for three people. And then... No, you also had money of your own, though. Oh, yeah. 
Sorry? You also had, like, things that you could pay for. Your idea yeah, yeah, was yeah. just yeah. no money at all. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. It, it might yeah. have taken more than a month. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, the problem is, is, like, there was yeah. no return on investment either for them. Like, there was no value that I was bringing mm. besides just, like, oh, here's an idea. Like, it was just a really shitty pitch. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing that they were interested in is, like, well, you flew all the way down here and you, you made this pitch. Like, this is interesting. Yeah. So then they just asked they're me, they're like, in you. like, what's your story? Why, why are you here? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? And I was like, yeah. And, and I was like, yeah. at this point, I just want to learn. Like, I just want to, like, create and I want to learn. I just dropped out of school. I'm trying to figure out, like, where I'm going and, like, what my path is. Um, and also, okay. it's going to end in seven Yeah, minutes. we're going to take a little to... break anyway, at, like, okay. half an hour. And then we'll come cool. back on in, like, five minutes. Perfect. Um... Where was I? Yeah. And then they asked me like, uh, what, who I was and everything. And they were like, Oh, well you want to learn? Like, <laughs> do you want to help us out with a couple projects? I was like, yup, let's do it. hundred percent. I'm down. <laughs> um, so I helped them like color grade a video. Um, actually the funny mm. thing about this was I, this is when they were living in their old house and they were working on the project. Titty had his, um, his computer in his room mm. at this point. Like he, I guess he would switch it back and forth from the office in the back and put it in his room, but he was sick. And I literally went into his room. Like, hey, <laughs> Titty's sleeping right now, but just like, screw it. Just go into his room, go on the computer and color grade. So Titty's literally like asleep yeah. behind me. I've never met any of these guys before. Titty's passed out cold. <laughs> Did he freak he out? Like, wakes up and I'm just some random dude like on his computer color grading. He's like, hey man. No, it was so <laughs> casual. He's just like, hey, how's it going? You're awake. Like, oh shit. Like, hey, I'm uh, just, <laughs> just color grading uh, your video. <laughs> and then that was pretty much it. He just went back to sleep after that. Um, and then I ended up staying at their house that night. And then um, I was like, thank you guys so much. Like, that was super cool. And then I left. Like, I didn't want to linger or do anything like that. So I just uh, left. And then he called me back um, the next mm. day to do some pictures. Uh, did that. And then I had to fly home. Um, and then it was from there that that door was open. I was like, okay, maybe I can make something work with this now. I, like I have yeah. some sort of connection. I, I have I their can, address. Try to- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I was like, fuck, I've, I, I learned more in those two days just being in that environment than I did. And I was just more inspired than the entire time I went to film school. Like mm-hmm. I was there for probably a year and a half at um, Sheridan College. And then I dropped I imagine out. having a guy <laughs> sleep behind you helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely motivated me. <laughs> um, but then I was like, fuck, like I, yeah. I got to get back down there and, and land a job. So at the time they were doing these, I've like, seen some of them. Yeah. Yes. Profile episodes. Do you guys remember those? I think so. It's, it was basically like a little docu series <laughs> episode on somebody who had said yes in uh, their life and how to impact their life in a positive way. But the yes theory guys weren't in it. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, that's my, that's my yeah. key. Like I can make one of those and then I can give it to them to put on their channel. Um, so I found this guy with like a really cool <laughs> story, filmed it, edited it and <laughs> quit pretty confident and this time. And then flew down there. I was like, okay, I'm going to land a job with these guys. So I like went down <laughs> with this episode. Uh, for, for some reason I have like, <laughs> I'm like a lot of yeah. ways I'm not confident, like even in just like putting out my own content and stuff right now. But in this situation, <laughs> There was no way in my mind that it wasn't going to work. I don't know it was why. That I just good. had the most unrelenting confidence, <laughs> which was so, like so weird. Um, yeah, but I went down and I gave him the episode. And oh. like, 
dude, we're not actually uh, doing <laughs> profiles broken. anymore. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. And they were like, I was like, okay, screw it. Guys, I've literally saved up like 10 grand. I will pay for my own <laughs> rent, anything. You don't have to pay me a single penny. Just let me <laughs> And they're like, dude, like we already have two interns. Like, we would, but like we, we literally can't have ah, anybody else on the team. I was like, Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, man, everything's fine. And then uh, I was like, okay, well, that was sweet. I guess I'm just going to go do my, my thing now. I'm just going to go and do my own traveling. And he messaged me the next day, Amar. And he was like, hey, man, that was super cool that you came down here and did that. Let's go grab One lunch. more day. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll stay down here for a little bit longer. Maybe I'm not going to leave. And uh, I waited. And then the next day, he, like, he didn't send me a message. And then... Um, I sent him one and yeah. he didn't answer. I was like, okay, I'm not going to send him another. I don't want to be like too pushy. So I waited and I just had like a mm. couple days where I just surfed and, and like hung out in the hostel and met people. And I ended up going like skydiving with a bunch of strangers and stuff. And, wow. um, ended up Oof. like yeah. six days go by. I was like, Ouch. fuck. Okay. I'm totally getting ghosted now. There's, he's just not answering. So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to send one last message and, and see if this works out. So I sent him a message. I was like, hey, man, I would love to still grab lunch if you're down, but I have to leave back to go to Canada in like a couple of days. Um, and then he messaged uh, me like instantly. He was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I did not uh, mean to like okay. ignore you. Uh, at the time, they were going through a lot of shit. So like no hard feelings. Oh, yeah, like, of course. They're super busy. They had just had like Will Smith say yes to their, <laughs> their video. So like yeah. everyone's messaging them. They're having like so much going on and like just chaos. So like literally no hard feelings on that. Um, and then went to grab lunch with him. And he's like, what? hey man, like <laughs> we got rid of our two interns. Do you want to come by and edit a video? I was like, no way. Are you serious? So then I that's, went by, edited a video, and then literally just stayed from that day. Like I got that video done. And then he was like, hey, right, you want to do another one? I was like, yeah, sure. And then I basically just like slept yeah. in their like little, it was like this tiny room and they had a bunk bed in it. It was like their laundry room. Cause they had everybody else living in the house. They had somebody living in the garage. Yeah. Um, they had, uh, Zach living in the, the office in the back, all the rooms in the house were full and they just had this smaller <laughs> room. It's so like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll stay in that. And then just, <laughs> That's great. and then eventually like the last intern left and, uh, I took over the garage mm. and stayed there for like six months. On that note, where the, the Zoom cool. timer's running out, yeah. we'll be back in a minute ah, to keep talking great. with Brad. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the first half. <laughs>